blogging or anything um well besides the skincare it's mainly skincare focus i mean if you want to know the inception of my blog i've been sitting on that idea for since the not the evolution but since the the first time i saw youtube Uh uh-huh you know it was just oh i want to be like you know i think one of the ones that i remember was um wong fu yeah or nigahiga yeah yeah yeah. i was like oh i want to do that but it was like I was a lot younger then. I didn't know how to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of just sat there and I was just like, I want to do YouTube. Yeah. I don't know if what I want to do. I don't want to be like everyone else and um, like just make silly videos. I wanted to mm. have a reason. Right. Right. You know, that makes sense. And, like, that, you know what's funny? You say that. Like, I, that's literally exactly how I started. Um, what is it? That's ex- exactly how I got into film. Like, I started watching YouTube, and then, like, I had to take an elective in high school, and I decided to do um, audio video. Yeah. And um, that's where I learned how to, like, actually, like, what is it? Edit on Final Cut Seven and like do like oh, storyboards. I know <laughs> they have free versions, but it's not the same. It's not the same. It's like and some people I see when I see their computer that's like eight years old still kicking it that has Seven or Pro. I'm just like, <laughs> no, I know, <laughs> I know. I like, I don't really wish that I had a new computer because of that. Yeah, because it's just you know it's not to say that ten is bad, but it's it's just a transition. That's the thing is, yeah. When you've been on a program for so long, yeah. And seven was way things, more intuitive, which it's just. But we're also used to it, so maybe True. ten is is better. But we haven't like gone. We haven't really really adapted to it. And right. the problem is like even when we were in school, the second ten came out, mm-hmm. Adobe Premiere took advantage and decided to be like, hey. We have Premiere here. Like, check mm-hmm. it out. And everyone gravitated towards that because it had very similar keys and things like that that were familiar in 7 and Pro. Yeah. So people who were using that program were a little bit more comfortable making that switch versus switching to 10. <coughs> yeah. You know what? I made the mistake of um, paying for Final Cut 10 in, like, in full on, um, what is it? through like iTunes or whatever or the app store and so I just have it on my computer so I literally like I'm forcing myself to only use Final Cut 10 because I have it like I just have it now (laughs) I mean you might as well yeah so Um, I mean yeah goodness those freaking things but yeah anyways YouTube that's how I decided like like I like I I was just like I want to learn how to make videos um learn how to edit all that other stuff and then I was just like I want to do not just YouTube videos. Like, yeah. I want to, like, actually tell stories. Because I've always mm-hmm. been into storytelling. But, like, yeah. It's yeah. so interesting. But, I mean, I guess, like, that's, like, part of what it is. I don't... I can't, like, attribute... Mm. Just move the chair. There we go. I mean, I okay. You can get a chair now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, like, I can't attribute, like, being, like... You know, some people can say, like, oh, I saw YouTube and I, that's it. Like, I wanted to be a YouTuber. And I, mm-hmm. I think it was, like, for me... It was actually started, it started in middle school. Uh Long story short, I knew, basically knew I wanted to do something that was art, 
not artistic, but like in media based. So like I was thinking like maybe being a website designer or things like that. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of manifested into like getting into film. Yeah. Um, and then with my school we would use blog spot or WordPress for some of our work. And then I was just like, Oh, this is cool mm-hmm. and I would see things and that's where I was just like, Oh, what's a blog really? Just kind of like watching people grow and I was just like oh, that looks interesting, and just kind of sitting there and then, like, you know, trying to find people that I could relate to. And Mm -hmm. there are some things that I could relate, but there were things I was just like, they're just like me, or I want to do, you know, Mm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, Because of them. Um, And it just, like, I have friends that, like, they do inspire me and influence me. Yeah. But it's still not enough Mm -hmm. because I have so many different, like, Interests. interests and things like that so it's like hard to like find be like oh this one blogger this one instagram is like someone i can totally relate to which is true we're not gonna always find someone that can mm. relate or like share the similar background stories and stuff so yeah. that's how i got into it and i just saw some people on youtube just kind of like just growing just to because they were doing this and that i was just like you're doing that and you're making money like how you didn't <laughs> you didn't work Right, right. You just kind of picked up a camera. And and it's getting easier now with, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, my god. But then gosh. it's it's just getting so saturated. It is. So it's, like, that's why I just kind of got, I was just, like, I'm tired of seeing people just kind of, you know, getting the brand deals just because they're big. It's the same types of people. T- yeah. No, that's, you know. And what, I'm that's... not, just, you know, I'm not putting them down, but it's, like, it just kind of was just, like, you know. Maybe it's just maybe I'm am envious, but I when I see some people getting all these these big brands, things. I'm just like, but that's not what your brand is. Yeah. So I'm like, yes, you are maybe you know venturing off into that, but sometimes it's like I've never really seen something where I thought that you that was what your brand was that was what interests you. Yeah, and it's interesting. So that's why I was just like, I'm kind of tired of mm-hmm. just kind of seeing the same in and out and stuff. And that's how I kind of was just like, I'm going to do a blog about skincare. And especially because there's so many misconceptions in the U.S. about like, oh, you have to use this brand. You can't use other brands, you know, uh-huh. because it's because it comes from Asia. It's like, no, yeah. there's yes, there are some things that are like, you know, harmful. But it's, again, it's are they doing the quality control? Yeah. Oh, crazy thing is actually I trust the sheet masks that I do buy from Korea and Taiwan because they actually have a hologram uh-huh. on the back of the packets. Yeah. And the the, the QR code actually to help can verify whether or not it's like hmm. real or not because there's so many counterfeits. Wow. Um, That's a whole different story. But like there are counterfeit beauty products out there. Yeah, of course. Um, Actually, even like, like a naked palette. Yeah. Are, mm-hmm. There are fake ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like this is a way that they can kind of fight back the Got counterfeit it. industry wow that's so interesting that's so interesting um, so yeah that's so i like i really want to like talk more about like just international beauty products and when i went to europe i just i just went to the drugstore and i was just like i want this mm-hmm. i want this i want this and i just kind of grabbed things that i saw that interest me i you know, I stayed away from American brands because mm-hmm. I was like, I have those back home. Like, right. But it also could have been a better right. blend because, like I said, there are different regulations and mm. Europe does have a pretty high, like, regulation. Like, 
it's not like here at a drugstore where it's like you go into the grocery store and pick your soup and then you go pick out your skincare. They actually have a standalone counter mm. in the grocery store, at least the one that I went to that like has designated beauty counter. Yeah. Um, that has all these like products and that's that's what I want to like express is like you know don't just stick to where you're from or like don't stick with what's the like the metropolitan areas like yeah go out there and try you know smaller brands Mm -hmm. that you see because maybe the smaller brands actually will have more or better quality because they they have to make them in smaller batches and they have to fight mm-hmm. to get into your house more harder than a name household brand. Right, right, right. Interesting. Because I feel like they're, like, I know that, um, I think it's really cool what you're doing with the skincare thing, especially the international angle, because I feel like a lot of people, I mean, especially American people, like, being afraid of, like, what's different, it's just, like, why oh, would I get so stuff? in our bubble in America. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, why, it's like, I, like, I trust, well, I shouldn't be saying brands, but, like, I, like, this brand, I, like, I have at home, I've been using it for years, why should I change, why should I, like, especially yeah. from some place I don't know, like, if, like, especially seeing the ingredients in a different language like even people are just like no <laughs> like yeah. no 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 but it's I also don't know what, what they'll do is be- this companies you know yeah pay a lot for this is companies will pay celebrities will mm-hmm. pay influencers to be the face of their products mm-hmm. and that's what is capturing you know america to buy into mm. this brand because they're like oh like you know this supermodel yeah is on the catalog oh then that must mean she uses it so that means it's good yeah right it doesn't necessarily mean that that's why i go towards the luxury brands because they do use like you know models and things like that like marketing yeah yeah, they they do do that type of marketing but i want to say that at least 40 Mm percent of my skincare that i buy i didn't buy because Actually, no. Actually, yes. All of my skincare, I will say, I didn't buy because they had some kind of celebrity influencer mm-hmm. that on there for their campaigns. Maybe they did, but I didn't see it. Yeah. But at least 40% of what I have from there, they don't have some big famous person backing them mm-hmm. in the luxury tier. I just, I go in and I find out like, you know, why... Why are you so expensive? What are you doing that's different from everyone else? Uh-huh. And one of the things is, like, the brands that I use, they have this thing called Dragon's Blood. Hmm. I don't know what is in it, mm-hmm. but it's just amazing on my skin. Okay. And they didn't really... I haven't really seen any, like, really big famous people using it. Maybe because it's a European brand. Yeah. But I just try not to use celebrities' influence me purchasing skincare even with influencers i mean that does sound terrible that i want to be an influencer but i don't want to follow another influencer yeah but i just look at it as like when i when i do choose to follow what another influencer does pick Mm -hmm. because some some people may not be as ethical when they do choose brands yeah um i look at have they used this brand prior to doing the brand deal or if they do do a brand deal like did they do their research beforehand mm-hmm. and i just try to find good quality hmm. products and good quality content before i really hmm. buy into 
using something. Okay. Okay. I have a question. So, how do you feel about Lush? I only ask because they're, they, like... <laughs> they're organic. They're, yeah. you know, small batches of things. I like, I do like them, but uh-huh. their skincare line is not, mm. bro- like, big enough. Because they're trying to get into that brand. You know, Lush originally is, like, you know, bath, bath products. Yeah. Bath products are different from beauty products. Just okay. Because bath products are meant for your body. Your face is still different. Oh, yeah. It's so, so different it's like, from the rest of your body. When yeah. people are like, oh, but isn't it all just the same? Because it's like, you put it on your body. No. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, my God. No, 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 no. It's like putting same. pants on your upper body. It doesn't yeah. work. Like, no, no, no. It's like, it's all clothes. But, <laughs> you know. It has a purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I've tried their stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just... I like trying different things. So I'll try. I, I've had some stuff from Lush, mm-hmm. but then I was just like, you know, I, I didn't like how it came in the pots. And even though they're more eco friendly, mm-hmm. and you can re, you can bring them back to frat, have them recycle. Mm-hmm. It's just really messy. Yeah, in the pot, and especially like I just need it. It's just the shape, things like that. I like uh, I look into. Oh yeah. I mean, I do like them, but. They're just, they're good entry level for, like, you know, a young kid who's getting to skincare that needs a moisturizer, that needs a cleanser mm-hmm. um, to try out. But once your skin gets older and things like that, and you need, like, eye cream and things like that, when I was using Lush, they didn't have those products yet. They actually had just came out with a mm. um, a moisturizer Yeah. when I started looking into Lush. Um, so they, they're trying to expand because they're seeing the demand. Mm-hmm. But I, it's just, it's not, to me, it's not enough for me to completely switch everything to Lush because I need mm. more hydration here. I need this. I need that. I need specific spot treatment. So yeah. I go elsewhere, obviously, but I do use some of their products mm-hmm. for doing whatever. And they're, it's just, it's also the one thing that I have is that because they're made in small batches mm-hmm. and they're made by hand. Mm-hmm. The way that they make each batch is going to be different. Yeah. And so, mm. so when you're putting things on your face, it's the consistency that I have an issue with. See, okay, Does that make got sense? it. No, that makes complete sense. It makes complete sense because it's like if, like I don't know, it's kind of like in Chipotle. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. Okay, <laughs> Sally puts a lot of meat in like the bowls that she makes. Yeah. But then Robert, he like. I don't know, for some reason only puts, like, half the meat yeah. in Sally. Yeah, you know, right. Yeah, I mean, right. it's like they all have, <clears throat> yes, like, you know, steps they have to follow. Like, yes, they have to put, like, one cup, mm-hmm. one this, one that. But what if that cup, maybe they forgot to, like, even Level it out? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What it's if just, they like... just kind of, like, scoop? What if they didn't tap it? Yeah. And it sounds very, like, you know, nitpicky. But when they're making batches of skincare products, that difference mm-hmm. is going to make a difference from it like, on your face yeah yeah and yes they do test it but maybe the batch that was wrong mm-hmm. for everyone else worked great for your skin yeah and then but then they're like oh that formula wasn't right so then they when they switch it mm-hmm. the new formula that they have in the batch is mm-hmm. actually not working for your skin yeah so it's like yes you know your skin does over time it does adapt to mm-hmm. whatever product you use so you should be switching it out Mm-hmm. when you're done with an empty container but i mean i know people do use like they use it for like the past two years and like they love it and everything mm-hmm. and then they get really like 
but why is my skin breaking out again what's going on it's because your skin's getting used to it and it's gonna fight like the bacteria is gonna fight against the cleanser yeah so you gotta switch it up so that you can skin can keep getting keeps getting clean Mm -hmm. and everything but i mean i have nothing wrong to say about lush Mm -hmm. i just would prefer them to have more skincare i see yeah but I think they, they're definitely expanding with the skincare, with the uh, makeup products, because, yeah, they didn't have makeup really beforehand either. No, yeah. And they've just been expanding, because they do see people, they do want organic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what people want is not what Lush can offer for them, and they want to stay loyal to the company. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, you know, is great, but you still, each company has their own brand, their own message, their own... Mm like voice yeah and when consumers are like oh why can't lush have foundation like there are i want an organic foundation or a natural foundation that's not what lush is there for yeah lush's name also isn't you know about your like your makeup and things lush's was there for bath bombs to make bath time fun again yeah it's you know they're like jelly soap yeah and like there's seasonal oh my gosh their seasonal bath bombs are amazing but yeah and then like um their face masks they have oh yeah they are. i love the face mask so much oh my god yeah but it's like again it's like yeah it's meant for bath time lush exactly. products are meant originally meant for bath time and just with the demand people ask for they're getting they're branching out which oh. is what every brand is gonna do obviously yeah but at some point you know you gotta put your foot down yeah i'm not to say not to say like they need to put their foot down but people also need to realize like Lush isn't out there to become a makeup brand. Yeah. They're out there to be a bath. Like self-care. Body brand. Yeah. 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 yeah, Type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish they had more skincare products. Mm Mm-hmm. Or like. And the thing about it is I think they do have a really good following of people that do use their bath time stuff that they do try their Mm. skincare. Mm Mm-hmm. But. Where was I going with this? I don't know. I don't know. I'm tired. It's okay. It's still um, early. It's not even 10 yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I was just, I was just trying to say, like, the reason why I, like, really like Lush is because they don't have a, they really don't use, like, influencers or uh. celebrities to, per, like, push their, their brand. Yeah. They use their own, like what they stand for mm. to reach their 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 customers. And that's that's one of the things that I do really like about them is that, you know, they stay true to their self and their brand and they hope that people will find them through mm. this and that. They don't use a whole lot of advertisement and I do like that they they give back to the community. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah. Oh my gosh! Look at us. It's one of those brands stuff. that I do, I do like. I just don't mm. use a whole lot because it's that's not what I really look for. I don't really do bath time a whole lot. Okay, I just yeah. shower. Right, 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 right. True. It wastes True. a lot of water if you take a bath. Oh, I love baths. I know, but think of how many gallons of water. I know you're like using, <laughs> and then you're like just. Oh yeah. That's nice. like it's, it sounds funny coming from me, but I'm like I try to be eco friendly. Uh huh. And I am a consumer. Uh huh. But it's like you know, it's just baby steps. So right. Yes, I understand. Take a bath when you need to have like that me time, but you don't need a bath every day. You don't day. need a bath. No. <laughs> no. 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 You can't do that. Can't do that. I don't even. 
don't even know why kids when they're four need baths. Mm-hmm. I mean, now 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 they have like the head that can get lower, so right. it won't freak you out anymore. I don't know. Someone. I mean, it's just you know, it's just an old school like just yeah. Um, it's just you got to adapt with times. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, do you have any advice for? anyone that's like just trying to get into skincare or like influencing i mean those are two separate things which one do you want we can you know what let's do uh let's do i mean since you give like let's do both let's do both okay influencer what would you tell someone who just wants to start out doing blogging influencing like what are the things um that have worked the best for you or things that like you see work the best for successful influencers i mean i wouldn't say that i'm successful yet before that like yeah yeah yeah. i mean like you know for people that you it's not a full-time thing i'm not anywhere near some of these other people who are like part-time bloggers that make brand Mm -hmm. deals and things like that but for me starting out i think is putting that step forward of actually committing to doing it because you see it's such a it's becoming so saturated to be an influencer to do that mm-hmm. and I think you have to like shuffle through all that fluff of all these like gorgeous people who are like Instagram models or they cl- claim to be a blogger mm-hmm. and really realize that like what you once you find your niche mm-hmm. do it don't just you know start an Instagram and be like oh I'm a influencer, things like that. I don't think you should ever make that switch on your Instagram until you really figure out, like, what you want to do. If you want to do, you know, fashion, mm-hmm. find your fashion. If you want to do, like, you know, the whole scheme of things, awesome, mm-hmm. but you just have to realize, like, when you do that broad genera- generalization of you want to do fashion, that you're going to be kind of just shuffled into the... Mm-hmm masses of everyone that wants to get into fashion you have to find your niche of what type of fashion if you want to do high fashion go for it Uh but you have to really find ways to make yourself stand out even with anything like if you want to do streetwear fashion Mm -hmm. find your way to like get out of the fluff and just get out there and find what your niche is it took me i think i started yeah i started my blog like a year or two ago and it really I finally figured out like what I wanted to focus on within the last year yeah because when I first started I was just like these are the five different things that I want to focus on this is what I want to do and I just felt overwhelmed yeah and I just realized that I just thought I was like what are the things like yes these are the five things that I do value and these are the five things that I want Mm -hmm. to like talk about but I was just like it's just too much Mm -hmm. and so I really just then focused on I want to obviously do more in the fashion, but because it's such a saturated market, I figured that's not where I need to mm, yeah. focus on. Yeah. So then I just, now I'm just like, okay, I want skincare and I want travel. Mm-hmm. And then finding a way to get my message out through that. Yeah. And it's, so it really took, yeah, like I said, like maybe that year and a half or two years was procrastination, but that was the development of what I wanted mm. my blog or my brand to be yeah okay no that's cool finding finding what you feel important if it's you know shoes Mm -hmm. fine then do shoes you have to find your niche don't just it's like it's like a box of crayons Mm -hmm. and you're like 
oh, I want to be, I want to color my picture. Yeah. You can't just look at your 108 boxes and be like, I'm going to color. Yeah. I You have to pick the colors that you mm-hmm. want. So mm-hmm. it's, you're going to pick, you know, these three colors. Yeah. Those are the things you want to do. I like it. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, Stephanie. With, with, but with skincare, right? Yeah. Skincare. I mean, you, I mean. Maybe we talked about that. Yeah. I, I guess... feel like we went really far into that. I feel like the influencer <laughs> stuff, I think, is more important than, you know, because. Yeah, I, mean, I could go on about skincare. I, yes. We have been going on about yeah. skincare. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I gave the advice earlier of like, yeah, when you do start off with skincare, just start with the drugstores. Don't True. invest that much money into it mm-hmm. because you do the cleanser. Like, there's always been a phrase that people you say about skincare is go cheap on the cleansers mm-hmm. more on the moisturizers because the cleanser you just wash it off your face it's only on there for mm-hmm. anywhere between 30 seconds to two minutes yeah but your moisturizer is going to be on you for eight plus hours mm-hmm. so i've never heard that but cool it makes sense though yeah yeah okay okay oh um, that's my own stuff it's fine okay okie doke okay so random question do you think of yourself as an adult yes what makes an adult (laughs) i think being an adult basically is about realizing what you need to do Mm -hmm. and finding a way to get it done Mm -hmm. just because you have a job and you live alone and things like that. That doesn't necessarily make you an adult. Mm-hmm. I think being an adult is realizing also who you are as a person mm-hmm. and being comfortable with that. Yeah. A lot of people, it's like, it's like a Peter Pan syndrome that we see some people have. Right. They have, you know, they have pick on paper. They're great. They have job. They have a social care, like. Not social security, sorry. Everyone is social security. They have have a retirement plan, things like that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm an adult because I have a a job and I have this and that. It's like, no, Mm -hmm. you can still be a child just even though you look great on paper. It's about being comfortable with who you are and realizing your your amazing traits, Mm -hmm. but also realizing your flaws and, you know, is that something that you can work on? Yeah. If it's not, then own up to it mm-hmm. and, you know, try and work on it. If you don't want to work on it, then don't work on it. Mm-hmm. But you just have to, like, realize that this is something that is a negative about you. Yeah. We all have, you know, owning up to your, yeah. and things. You know, it's like when in job interviews, one of their questions is, like, what is... They, they will ask you. They're like, what are your weaknesses? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like... You know, life is always like a job interview. Mm-hmm. You're always going to have to know what your weaknesses are. And people never want to look at the negatives about themselves. They always want to keep thinking like, oh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I have great personality and everything. Right. But also your great personality could be something that is a terrible personality to another person. Mm-hmm. Which perspective. is... Yeah, it's, that's your perspective and that's their perspective. Yeah. And I think that's what being... An adult is. I mean, there's more to it. Obviously, but I think yeah. it's just it's just really being comfortable with who you are and being a self-aware. Yeah. No, oh my gosh, that is okay. Okay, 
This has been like a very like informative, like in a good way, <laughs> <laughs> like a podcast. Like this is this is great. Wait, we never really discussed this. What is a podcast? That's my real question. So what is a podcast? <laughs> I mean, we can look at the definition if we I want. Don't I don't even know. think a definition will like, even answer it, really. It's I... really close to radio. It's really close to radio. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I guess, okay, well, people podcast for different reasons. It's kind of like, it's kind of like videos. It's kind of like vlog, like a um, vlog, blog. Um, it can be whatever you want it to be. It can be like a way to dispense information. It could be for entertainment. Like it's a podcast is what you want it to be, but like generally it's kind of like radio only you can choose what people to listen to like forever if that makes sense okay yeah does that make sense uh, so it's like instead of radio stations it's like that like the like that one dj like you can listen to that everything that that one dj says and does like okay. forever okay <laughs> if you want <laughs> right all right so, yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it, I don't even know if I'm making sense. <laughs> I haven't eaten anything well, yet. Well, because the reason why I'm, like, so confused is when podcasts first came out. Yeah. They, when I, I mean, at least when I saw it, because I've always been on a Mac, I always uh-huh. saw it as an Apple, iTunes-specific mm-hmm. type of thing. Oh, mm-hmm. And I thought I would have to download it on my mm. phone, on my iPod at the time. Not phone. Yeah. iPod at the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And I was just very confused. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And before, also, like, free content wasn't that great. So I was right. just like, wait, you want me to, re- like, download this, like, thing? And I can just... And I'm like, it's not even, like, good. And this is like, you know, when you're a kid, you're not cultured Oh, enough. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is when I first, like, found out what podcasts were. And I was like, I've, I guess when I looked up, like, the last time I was on podcasts was, like, 2007. Oh, my gosh. And I had, a, and I had a yoga thing. And I was just like... What do you, why did I download a yoga podcast? I was like, what? That makes no sense. <laughs> Were they all like meditations? Or like... I don't know. I didn't listen to it. Oh my gosh. But so this you is, just that's what it, I mean. Yeah. It was like, it was just one of those things I like, it was uh. just so new. There wasn't, like the internet wasn't like as informative as it is now. And it's always going to keep being informative. Oh yeah. I didn't realize what it was. And then now that like, after you're like, oh, I'm doing a podcast. I'm like, so what? I started looking and then now it's like, there are a lot more i i mean i can tell you like there's way more stuff now from 2007 yeah more people okay it's like 11 years yeah from the last time i ever touched the podcast they are so like literally podcasts are like like everyone is doing podcasts like if you don't have one you you have like more than one <laughs> it's like that's what i've noticed yeah like a lot of celebrities have like five podcasts there's a lot of youtubers who also have their own podcast why do you have multiple that's what i don't understand like i get that yeah you know you have each one is for like you know your different brands and things like that but i'm yeah. just like that's you know five it's... podcasts you only have seven days out of the week i know i'm about to have three so <laughs> i'm just like so there's this one um which it which kind of goes along with like my instagram and my facebook and my um youtube and then there's pick your poison which is a completely different thing that my friend actually approached me to co-host with her yeah so there's that one so that's different that's like more of a her podcast thing than my podcast thing and then the other one i want to do is more niche and specific like talking about people that are just getting into the industry like the film industry i should say more specifically in san francisco before they get famous so that's like 
So I mean, that's that's just why I plan oh, on having. I know that's why <laughs> I plan on having more than one podcast. But you know, everyone has different reasons. I don't understand why. Um, what is it like some celebrities have like five like they're just like why well yeah why do you need five well it's like i also started looking at like some of the stuff and i'm just like i was just like i mean i'm gonna keep keep my comments to myself about things (laughs) so i don't want any like bad blood yeah but i was just i'm just like sometimes just like i was just so confused i'm like you have this and this but then and some of the topics are like fairly similar so just like so why do you have two on similar Topics. topics and like i get yeah. that you're sheer you're you co-host and things like that with people but yeah sometimes I'm just like then why did you branch off on your own right i mean maybe i'm just not listening to enough of them yeah which could be very well true but it's like yeah and you're never gonna have the time to listen to all of them yeah <laughs> i'm like sometimes i'm like i don't need to hear people talk anymore yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i understand that i understand that for sure yeah it's so interesting because I know some of the podcasts that are my favorite um, are literally just like friends just like not even talking about anything important. They're just like fucking around. But so then, you don't have FOMO. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you have to do it for. Right. You know, like, that's that's one. And then like another one is just like, um, what is it like NPR um, and um, Star Talk and like all that other stuff that are like actually talking about like science things and, like actually talking mm-hmm. about news things and there's also podcasts um there's one there's like spirituality stuff where it's just like like um guided meditation type stuff yeah um and it's just like that like there's just so many like some that talk about like film specifically some that talk about like um there's literally a podcast for everything if you want to like if you're interested in it there's a podcast about it um, There's a podcast about podcasts. Yeah, there is actually. No, <laughs> oh my there God. are. No, I'm so serious. Like, there's a podcast about starting your own podcast. Like, <laughs> but pod- how do you get to that point if you don't even know how to get to podcasts? <laughs> right. That's what. That, that's, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> like literally, there is. It's like, how do you learn how to read? Here's a book on how to read. <laughs> that's no. That's literally. That's, that's what I feel yeah, like. How it is. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it, so funny. It is so funny, but it's literally a thing. Because, <laughs> like, I've seen it, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, but they also have a website to go with. So some people, like, like okay. if you, like, Google, like, how to podcast, this podcast website will come up, which will lead you to a podcast <laughs> on how to do it yourself, <laughs> you know. Well, but what if you don't have the podcast app, what if you have an Android? They'll figure it out. They have the website. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You know what? I'm actually every all the podcasts that I'm recording for this, I'm also going to be putting on my um what is it? On my website as well. Okay. Just in case people don't have like cuz like right now I need to talk to Brandon. Hey Brandon, by the way. Thank you for editing this. <laughs> Future Brandon. <laughs> I need to talk to Brandon cuz I think um what is it? This will only be on it'll be on Spotify. Nope, nope, not Spotify. SoundCloud and iTunes. Okay. So, and it's it's interesting to post on iTunes, you have to post on um on SoundCloud. So, it just auto-populates Wait, huh? on both. That's a that's a thing. That's like a thing with like so like SoundCloud is the host. Wait, is iTunes the host or is SoundCloud the host? SoundCloud is the host. So, like to post onto iTunes, it's like like you have to post it onto like a SoundCloud thing. So, it's like like you go to Apple and you're just like, I want to upload this podcast, and there's like, okay, upload it here, and then it's like 
then it goes through SoundCloud to Apple. If that makes sense. So it's on both things. And you can access SoundCloud on your Android, yeah? Yeah. No, okay. See, see, okay. That, that makes sense. But to me, mm-hmm. it doesn't se- make sense why you would download. <laughs> Hold on. Let me finish. Yes. Why would you download your file onto uh-huh. a third party to bring it back to a a main house or a hero product on your computer? Does that make sense? I think like to so. me, yeah, it yeah. makes sense. It just if it went through like yeah. iTunes and then SoundCloud. Yeah, it doesn't no, make sense why you would the go, opposite. Yeah, I don't know. They they worked it out somehow that way. I don't know. Someone somewhere decided, but I but I feel like it makes it better because then like everyone can access it. It's just like even, it's like it's like weird. But I I understand what you're saying. It is a little backwards, but um, yep, that's just how it goes. That yeah. is how it goes. From what Brandon explained to me, Brandon, I'm probably explaining this very wrong, but uh, you can cut that out. You can cut this out if it doesn't make sense. I think you should just put it in the front. <laughs> just put it in the front. <laughs> What's a podcast? That could be like the sound bite at the beginning. That's what I want to do. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, well, Stephanie, we've been talking for a long time. Yes. A long time. So I feel like it is the perfect time to sign off so if you made it this far uh this is adultish with jillian patterson and stephanie stephanie the wonderful beautiful blogger and influencer i've never even talked about what my channel (laughs) well we're gonna put them in the show notes okay where can we find you stephanie you can find my hot mess of a blog that really doesn't have much (laughs) Uh on it because it's just been it's just there so i can have the name and everything yeah um, oh yeah, that's actually another tip I would say is once you find your like you are your domain that you want, mm-hmm. buy it. Uh huh. The second you can. Yeah. Because there are crawlers out there that who will buy the names mm-hmm. and will just sit on it. That's what uh, when the dot com boom yeah hit, people would just would buy domain names. So like my blog, which is petiteplate.co, mm-hmm. not dot com. Mm-hmm. Um people will actually just then sell it because then wow. they'll see like because petiteplay.com is used is currently bought but no one's using it mm-hmm. and when i went to the person who does own it they wanted a thousand dollars oh no so i found a loophole because i mean that's a whole that's a whole internet thing. thing but basically find your find yeah you can find me at petiteplate.co uh-huh um and then my Instagram is Yo Yuen. Mm-hmm. Twitter is Yo Yuen. Also, that's Y O Y U E N. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Those are my three handles. Yay! Okie doke, Stephanie. And like I said before, we're gonna have them in the show notes as well. If you want to see more of Stephanie, like actually see Stephanie <laughs> instead of just hearing her voice, you'll see you'll see more of my Instagram. Oh my goodness. You'll see actually a bunch of posts from both of us about what is it, Candytopia. Did you say Kennytopia? Candytopia. Candytopia. I need to I need to like what is it? Enunciate. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, Stephanie, for sitting with me and talking into a microphone. Oh wait. Do people know what Candytopia is though? Oh no, they don't. No, we so, don't. Oh no, <laughs> we live in this. Okay, San Francisco. We live in this bubble. Yeah. We, of like, oh, right. 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 We live Someone in, in Minnesota. Is just like Candytopia. <laughs> the way I explained it to people, because people don't know, 
this like new type of like museum interaction thing. I was right. just like, if you go to the Willy Wonka factory mm-hmm. and just be hallucinating. Oh, flip. that's what it is. I'm not ready. I mean, you can be. I'm not saying anything, but like, because when you <laughs> when you take cough medicine, you're a little loopy. True. So, you know, it's just it's very eclectic. Mm-hmm. And and it's a pop up museum, yeah. It's like a traveling yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of these are doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. But Museum of Ice Cream mm-hmm. is now their first standalone. Yay! Is in San Francisco. Of course it is. Um. But they are, they started in New York. A lot of these actually start in New York or L.A. And then they just travel. Yeah, and then they find, like, the next major hub city. Wow. Okay. But, yeah, we're going to the, I guess, the newest one, Candytopia. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. We've been Woo. to... I've been to all three. Yeah, I have not... I literally work right next to the Museum of Ice Cream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I we need to go, because they just redid it. Yes. Okay. So. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we have Candytopia on the way. We took a bunch of pictures and stuff at Color um, Factory. The Color Factory. Which is gone now, unfortunately. Damn. Actually, Color Factory is the their first one was actually in San Francisco. Oh nice. Nice, so. nice, nice. Oh, that's cool. Well, we have stuff from the from the Color Factory. You know what? If there's any like really interesting museum, we're probably going to go. But I won't be going when I'm in New York. Because but, I don't have time for that. I really wanted to, but I don't have time. No, don't. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, you're so, yeah. But yeah. Anyways, um, look forward to seeing more of Stephanie. Look forward to hearing more of Adultish. Um, my social media will also be linked in the show notes below. But for now, until next time, uh, this is Adultish, and talk to you later. Do you like that episode? I like that episode. Uh, Be sure to subscribe and leave a comment telling us what you think. Also, please look me up on Instagram and Twitter at Jill's Adultish to see my stuff in written form. I also have a WordPress also under Jill's Adultish. Fucking until the next episode, I bid you adieu. Have a good day. Have a good morning. Have a good night. I don't know what is happening in your life, but uh, bye.